power of visitation. Hear the Spirit call. Welcome to another podcast of Dr. Leslie Bakupon. Be blessed as you listen. speak in the language of the spirit if you can the bible says he that speaketh in an unknown tongue edifieth himself come on let me hear you Somebody charge up your spirit this morning. He Somebody escape from the realm of the flesh. Enter the realm of the spirit right now. We 
it. Put your hands together for the Lord. Add a shout of praise to it. If your voice is yours, say, Lord, come. Lift up your voice. Give him glory. Give him praise. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Oh, I can't hear you. Hallelujah. How many of you are excited to be in church today? If you are, put your hands together for the Lord. Add a shout of praise to it. Hallelujah. We bless God for a morning like this. Amen. And it's good to be back. Amen. Tell somebody you'll be blessed this morning. Tell someone else you'll be blessed this morning. Hallelujah. All right. So this morning, I just have a short word for you. Um, as you all know, I've, I've been on a retreat. Hallelujah. I've been, I've been communicating with God. Amen. And there are many things the Lord has told me to tell you. This morning, I'll release one of them to you. Hallelujah. That, that is the sermon. I'll just release that prophetic word into your life. I'll just speak for about 15 to 20 minutes. Amen. Uh, actually, the sermon doesn't have any formula. Hallelujah. I'll just speak as the Holy Ghost grants me utterance. And it's up to you to connect to it. Amen. I've always been telling you there are certain sermons you don't connect by writing. I mean, there are some parts you may write because it may not be precept upon precept and you know that kind of thing. It is just words spoken under the inspiration of the Holy Ghost. And yours is to connect with it. Hallelujah. Whether with your amen or with your speaking in tongues or with your seed or whatever, you are led to connect to it with. Hallelujah. Yeah. Today, the reason I don't speak much is that, I mean, we have a number of things we have to do. Amen. Yeah. We, we need to do our kofi and ama for some people to recover. <laughs> and then also, at the end of my sermon, I will reveal to you three deep pictures of what the outside of our church building will look like. Oh, I expected more excitement than that. Hallelujah. Yeah. I want to show you the future. And what you see is how the building is going to come out. What you will see, that is how the building is going to come out. That, that is how it is going to look at least on the outside. You see, I'll show you the full thing when we are launching our church building project during our fourth anniversary, which is next month. Hallelujah. Yeah. We've been launching it. It will either be on the 13th, the anniversary day itself is 11th of June. All right. We don't know when my people will start the abandon noise making. So. <laughs> The first Sunday after the ban on noise making is lifted, we'll be celebrating our fourth anniversary. Hallelujah. And so we are looking possibly at 
the 13th of June or the 20th of June, all right? Yeah, it will be an evening program. It will be an evening program. Hopefully, we will get this place again and use it. Amen. Yeah. And that one will show you the full 3D video. We'll go to the auditorium. And this one, I'm just showing you the outside. How the outside will look like. Hallelujah. Yeah. Some of you have been asking me, have we lost our venue? We've not lost our venue. Amen. If you look at the numbers for a joint service, our usual auditorium would have been too tight and now they say we should do social distancing so this is a perfect place for our joint services hallelujah don't you like this place let's put our hands together for the lord and today also i think the nurses something the national something they are having something there so it just coincides you see Anything that comes to us as a potential misfortune, God turns it into a good thing for us. Hallelujah. Yeah. So that is why we are here today. And so that's what we're going to do today. I'll show you the, there's a short, a few seconds video. It's just a teaser. And then we'll show you some still pictures of different angles of the building. Amen. And you see the, the architects have put some cars on the car park. When you see it, claim the one that you like. Hallelujah. It's a prophetic thing. I put the video up on the pastor's page and I told them, claim which one you like. <laughs> so this is to look like a joke, but may the Lord give what you claim to you. Hallelujah. Yeah. Pastor, if I claimed the G wagon. Which one did you even take? The Range Rover. Eh? Took the Range Rover. <laughs> Hallelujah. But today, God has a simple word for you. As I said, when I went up to the mountain, the Lord said a lot of things to me. You see, it, it was important for me to go because I needed to go and refill. Hallelujah. I needed to go and refill. I needed to go for laying on of hands by my father. Hallelujah. Yeah, so I went to spend some time in Bolga. Went to Bolgatanga. Went to spend some days with my father. I learned a lot of things. I received laying on of hands, pouring of oil, and declarations and prophetic words. And as it flows from the head, may it come down to you in the name of Jesus. But God also had specific words for you. And today I'm releasing one of them. You see, it's not like today is the day that I'm coming to release everything and then we are done. In the coming weeks, hallelujah, we come in small, small like that. Amen. The Lord has a word for you this morning. Someone said, ah, what word is it that you are? <laughs> so the title of my prophetic message I'm going to give to you this morning is that you will laugh again. You will smile again. You will laugh again. You will be joyous again. You see, when a word like this comes, that you will laugh again, it can mean two things. It could mean that you were laughing before and something has taken away your laughter. But even in that situation, you will laugh again. Hallelujah. It could also mean that nothing has taken your laughter away. You have had a cause to laugh, 
but you will laugh again means God will give you another reason and another reason and another reason and more reasons to laugh more reasons to smile and today in the name of Jesus anybody whose smile has been taken away anybody whose joy has been taken away anybody whose laughter has been taken away anyone whose life has been riddled with fear and uncertainty I came to declare the word of the Lord to you today that you will laugh again you will smile again you will see joy again if you believe this is your word shout amen hallelujah you will laugh again you will smile again and the Lord gave me a specific word for the daughters I'll release it in the course of the ministration hallelujah specific one that one not the sons it's for the daughters and I'll release it in the middle of the sermon as I preach you will laugh again you see laughter is a very interesting thing there are different levels of laughter you see there's laughter that is just skin deep it doesn't go inside artificial laughter toothpaste smiles that one it is just muscles contracting and relaxing showing your teeth and doing something to your eyes but it doesn't go deep hallelujah sometimes people can laugh with you and you think they like you you think they are happy for you but in actual fact it is a plastic smile a toothpaste smile that is laughing in the flesh somebody say laughing in the, laughing in the flesh yeah you can laugh in the flesh it doesn't have anything to do with the soul it doesn't have anything to do with the spirit but there's laughter too that comes from the soul the soul is the seat of emotions when you are happy when there is good news and I prophesy that kind of laughter into your life. Hallelujah. I prophesy some good news into your life. Good news that will bring you laughter. Good news that will bring a smile to your face. Good news that will change your situation. Good news that will change your story. If you believe that is your person, shout amen. There's a kind of laughter that comes as a result of doubt. <laughs> Hallelujah. There's a kind of laughter that comes as a result of doubt. When you are doubting, that is when you laugh that kind of laughter. Give me Genesis chapter 17. Genesis 17. Verse 17. Genesis chapter 17. Verse 17. The whole father of faith, he loved that kind of laughter some time ago. I'm talking about Abraham. You see, okay, let's go to the 16th verse. And you know what God told him and he laughed. When we talk about laughter in relation to Isaac, people think it was only Sarah who laughed. But the father even laughed before the mother laughed. He says, and I will bless her and give thee a son also of her. Yea, I will bless her and she shall be a mother of nations. 
kings of people shall be of her. And then the verse 17. He said, Then Abraham fell upon his face and laughed and said in his heart, Shall a child be born unto him that is an hundred years old? And shall Sarah, that is ninety years old, bear? Hallelujah. How many of us have laughed that kind of laughter before? You receive a certain word and you laugh. You're like, that's what this one. Man of God, that's what this one. You did not hear right. How can you say I will own ten houses? How can you say I will own forty cars? How can you say I will own a real estate company? How can you say I will be a major importer and exporter of goods in this country? Let's read Genesis 18, 10 to 15. The husband has done it. The wife was coming to complete. And he said, I will certainly return unto thee according to the time of life. Somebody say that according to the time of life. And lo, Sarah thy wife shall have a son. And Sarah had it in the tenth door. She wasn't even in the meeting. She was eavesdropping. Which was behind him. Verse 11. Now Abraham and Sarah were old and well stricken in age. And it ceased to be with Sarah after the manner of woman. That means she has stopped menstruating. She has stopped ovulating. Everything was gone. Therefore Sarah laughed within herself. Somebody say laughed within herself. Saying after I am once old. Shall I have pleasure my Lord. Being also old. Verse 13. And the Lord said unto Abraham. Wherefore did Sarah laugh? That means. All the time when you lifted up your hand saying. It means there's something you've loved. This verse will show you that when you laugh like that, God gets angry. He said, Wherefore did Sarah laugh, saying, Shall I of a surety bear a child which I'm old? Verse 14. Is anything too hard for the Lord? Ask somebody, Is anything too hard for the Lord? Ask another person, Is anything too hard for the Lord? At the time appointed, somebody say, At the time appointed. I will return unto thee. This one God is talking out of anger. That I am Elohim talking. I am the one who created the universe. I am the one who sits upon the earth. I am the one who sits upon the circles of the earth. I am the one who dwells in an unapproachable light. And the heaven is my throne. And the earth is my footstool. I am the mighty general who has never lost a battle. How can you doubt my word? So God is speaking out of anger. And I see God speaking to somebody the same way today. That at the time appointed, I will return unto thee according to the time of life. And Sarah shall have a child. I say unto somebody that the Lord shall return unto you. And that which he has said shall come to pass. That which a man of God has spoken in your life several years ago shall come to pass. That miracle you are expecting shall come to pass. Healing you have been expecting shall come to pass. That door you have been expecting to open shall be open if you believe that it's your person. Shout amen. According to the time of life, I will return to you. And I 
At that point, you will see who will have the last laugh. When God has spoken, it shall surely come to pass. And that is somebody's word. I want you to start remembering all the precious prophecies that you have received. All the things God has spoken to you in your prayer closet. All the things God has said to you in your word study. Those times that you used to fast and pray. The things that God said to you. The promises that he made to you. His promises are yea and amen. He is not a man that he should lie. If you believe this God is capable of delivering. Shout a big amen. said you will be a rich man you laughed <laughs> look at my father look at my uncles look at my grandfather let me show you my family house 30 years now nobody has been able to paint it but according to the time of life God is going to return to you God is going to manifest himself God is going to make that which he has said come to pass. In fact, things are beginning to work in the spirit for that thing to come to pass. Angels are being dispatched. Angels are being moved. Angels are on assignment. They are causing things to turn around. If you believe that is your portion, shout amen. is the specialist shocker. Let me take it again. Our God is the specialist shocker. And God is about to shock somebody. God is about to blow somebody's mind. God is about to turn somebody's story around. God is going to shame you because of your doubt. God is going to show you that he will not speak and let his words fall onto the ground. If you believe that is your and shout amen. You will laugh again. And for you who doubted God some time ago, you're laughing again. The again is that you laughed when you heard it. But the second time, the again, when you when you laugh, it will be because God has shocked you and God has blown your mind. And that which God said which caused you to laugh is coming to pass and you shall laugh again. 
smile again. The good days shall come back. And you see, the good thing about God is that when he restores, he doesn't give you just what you lost. He restores you with interest. Oh, may somebody receive divine restitution. May you receive restoration with restitution in the name of Jesus. I don't know what took away your job. But you will laugh again. You will smile again. You will dance again. You will rejoice again. in relationships that are dying those in marriages that are dead I prophesy to you that you will smile again you will laugh again to those of you who had broken hearts and you thought this was the end of the world I prophesy to you that you will smile again God is bringing the right person your way God is bringing the right lady your way God is bringing the right man your way you will see joy again you will see happiness again you will see laughter again smile again you will laugh again you will laugh again those who have lost the joy of service the joy of serving God the zeal of serving God the joy of prayer the joy of worship the joy of praise I have news for you you will laugh again. You will smile again. The joy will come back again. The zeal will come back again. The excitement will come back again. The fire will come back again. Let me release this to the ladies. Maybe after that, then I close. Give me Proverbs chapter 31, verse 25. This is what the Lord is saying to every woman, every female in the house today. Proverbs. It says, strength and dignity are her clothing. And she smiles at the future. Oh, I prophesy into your life. Every lady under the sound of my voice. And if you are a gentleman, you can receive it for your wife. You can receive it for your daughter. You can receive it for your sister. I prophesy that you will smile at the future. When you think about the future, you will smile. It will be replaced, oh God. The smiles will replace the doubt. The smiles will replace the fear. The smiles will replace the anxiety. You will smile at the future. When you think about your marriage, you will smile. When you think about your wedding, you will smile. When you think about your career, you will smile. When you think about your education, you will smile. When you think about the children God is going to give unto you, you will smile because your children will be glorious children. Your children will be big people. Your children will be intelligent people. Your children will be notable people. Your children will be the head and not the tail. Your children will be the first and not the last. I see apostles come out of your womb. I see prophets come out of your womb. I see evangelists, pastors, teachers of the word, worshippers, counselors, presidents, prime ministers, ministers, members of parliament, CEOs, owners of big businesses coming out of your womb. If you believe that it's your person, shout amen.
you will smile at the future some of you when you think about the future your heart begins to beat when you think about the future you are filled with anxiety oh will it or will it not will I ever get married and if I get married will I get married to the right man will I get married to a man who will love me will I get married to a man who will be able to take care of me and take care of our children will I get married to a God fearing man will I get married and be happy in marriage or I'll be crying every night the word of the Lord to you today is that you will smile at the future you will think about the future and you will smile you will imagine your marriage and you will smile you will imagine your career and you will smile you will imagine your home and you will smile you will imagine your children and you will smile you will smile at the future strength and dignity are her clothing today we take away weakness we take away vulnerability that vulnerability that makes you cry at every little thing your pillow can tell many stories of tears that you have sold it with but today receive strength in the name of Jesus receive strength in the name of Jesus oh you shall be like Mount Zion unmovable, unshakable oh may God make things to bounce off you may troubles bounce off you May worries bounce off you. May anxieties bounce off you. If you believe that is your portion, shout amen. Strength and dignity. Some of you, you cry too much. The slightest thing you cry. But today, receive strength in the name of Jesus. Receive strength in the name of Jesus. Receive strength in the name of Jesus. made you cry and made you depressed after today you will laugh at them you will smile hallelujah if Jesus can sleep while a storm is raging and we are offspring of just Jesus Christ I declare to you that you will smile at the storm oh I say you will smile at the storm there is a part of the storm called the eye of the storm eye of the storm. There is so much turbulence around it, but in the eye of the storm, there is calmness. Today, may the Lord move you into the eye of the storm. Whatever storm is in your life, may the Lord move you into the eye of that storm. No matter what the turbulence is around you, may you remain calm. May you remain composed. May you not curse the Lord. May you continue to worship. May you continue to praise. May you continue to serve. May you continue to love the Lord. If you believe that is your portion, shout amen. I catapult you into the eye of any storm that is in your life right now. And I declare once again in your life that you will laugh once again. You will smile once again. You will have joy once again. There is a kind of laughter that comes from the spirit. That one is irrespective of whatever is happening around you. You could be having storms blowing around you. You could be receiving bad news. Things may not be going well with you. But the Bible makes mention of the fact that the kingdom of God 
It's about righteousness. It's about peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. There is a certain kind of joy we call the joy in the Holy Ghost. It is not dependent on happiness. It is not dependent on what is happening around you. It is not dependent on your situation. It is a joy that emanates from your spirit where the Holy Ghost dwells. And today I activate the joy of the spirit. I activate the joy of the Lord. Let every spirit of depression be bound in your life. Every spirit of anxiety be bound in your life. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Righteousness. Peace. And joy in the Holy Ghost. Oh receive joy in the Holy Ghost. I said receive joy in the Holy Ghost. It's a kind of joy that when even things are basa basa, haphazard around you. You still lift up your voice and say, At the center of it all, it's you that I see. It's you that I see. At the center,
neighbor, you begin to pray right now. Prophesy to yourself that I receive the joy of the Lord. I walk in the joy of the Lord. I, I enter the eye of the storm. Whatever the turbulences around me, I shall remain calm in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I will not believe any man's report. I shall believe the report of the Lord. I shall believe what God has said Give me Genesis chapter 21, verse 6. And this shall be your story. This was the declaration of Sarah. And Sarah said, God had made me to laugh so that all that here will laugh with me. I prophesy contagious laughter in your life. Laughter that is contagious. Amen. You will laugh and those around you will laugh with you. Amen. You will laugh and your loved ones will laugh with you. Amen. That means when God blesses you, you will not only be blessed, but you shall be a blessing. And those around you will laugh with you. Those around you will rejoice with you. Those around you will smile with you. If you believe that it's your portion, shout amen. amen. Contagious laughter. God had caused me to laugh. How many of you know that God laughs? God laughs. There are certain situations in which God laughs. I'll show you one of them. Give me Psalm 2, verse 4. Psalm 2, verse 4. Seated in the heavens shall laugh. The Lord shall have them in derision. You give me NLT. Maybe you understand the derision may be big English for you. But the one who rules in heaven laughs. The Lord scoffs at them. When he scoffs at them, it's like God just mocks them. Who? Those that seek your downfall. Those that seek your, your backwardness. They may be demons. They may be principalities. They may be powers. They may be the forces from your home. He said the Lord laughs. He who sits in heaven laughs. And today I declare that God is laughing at your enemies. God is laughing at the factors that work against your progress. God is laughing at the factors that cause stagnation in your life. God is laughing at the factors that cause you to be depressed. God is laughing at the factors that cause you to be anxious in life. He who sits in heaven laughs. He laughs. He laughs. He 
says that them that mourn shall laugh again. Anybody here who mourned some time ago, laughter is coming back to you. Anybody who was sad some time ago, laughter is coming back to you. Smiles are coming back to you. The joy of the Lord is coming back to you. The Bible says, be anxious for nothing. But in all things, with prayer and supplication, let your requests be known unto God. I don't know what you are anxious about today. It may be the exam you are going to write. It may be the interview you are going to take. But I assure you today, the Lord will make you laugh. Oh, you will laugh once again. You will smile once again. You will be joyous once again. You will rejoice once again. The God who took you through the last time, He is not dead. He is still alive. He is still the King. He is still sitting upon the throne. He was the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. The Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the El Kippur, the Jehovah Nisi, Jehovah Rapha, the El Adonai Himself. He shall come for you again. David said I was there. A lion came. Took one of the lambs. I pursued it. I smote it. I released the lamb. And then another time a bear came. Took one of the lambs to run away with it by the spirit of God he caught that bear also and smote it the God who was there for him during the time of the lion was the same God who was with him in the time of the bear I came to prophesy to you somebody the God who made you laugh yesterday the God who made you laugh last year the God who took you out of that trouble last year the God who healed you last year he will do it again and again and again and again if you believe that is your portion shout about they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony the Hebrew word for testimony actually means do it again if God has given you a testimony before I prophesy to you that he will do it again. Oh, he will do it again. He will do it again. He is the God of miracles, signs, and wonders. And he will do it again. The same yesterday. The same today. The same forever. He changed not. He is not a man that he should lie. He will do it again.
He's not a man that he will lie. That which he has declared upon your life shall come to pass. That which he has spoken to you in your closet. That which he has spoken to you through the word. That which he has spoken to you through his man servants and his image servants. It shall come to pass in your life. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Some of you, some of the prophecies, you've even forgotten about them. Today, start remembering them again. Hallelujah. you to laugh again. I said the Lord will cause you to laugh again. The Lord will cause you to smile again. The Lord will cause you to be joyous again. The Lord will cause you to rejoice once again. Your spirit shall be on the loose once again. You have suffered depression for too long, but it is a time of joy. It is a time of happiness. It is a time of rejoicing. It is a time of dancing. You will laugh again. You will smile again. You will laugh again. You will smile again. You will rejoice again. Don't get tired of me declaring it. I'm declaring it out of the abundance of my spirit. And may you connect with this word for it to come to pass in your life. That you will smile again. You will dance again. You will rejoice once again. You will jump again. You will live once again. In the name of Jesus. The same God who by a strong hand led the people of Israel out of the bondage of Egypt. The same God who by a blast of his nostrils caused the Red Sea to open. The same God who caused the Jordan to open for the children of Israel to walk. The same God who caused the river now to become blood. The same God who caused darkness to come upon Egypt. The same God who resurrected Lazarus on the dead after being in the grave for four days and four nights. After he was beginning to petrify. After Rigor Mortis had set him. After Wens had started invading his stomach. The same God who raised Jairus' daughter from the dead. The same God who healed the lame man at the pool of Bethesda. The same God who healed the man at the beautiful gate. When Peter and John said, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have give I thee. In the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. And the man at the pool of Bethesda, he had a bed that had been carrying him. A bed that he had been relying upon. Was done with him. He carried the bed that was carrying him. And today, under the unction of the Spirit of God, I prophesy to somebody that that which carried you, you shall receive the capacity to carry that. The people who lend you money, God will give you the capacity to bless them and lend them money. The people who held your hand and supported you, God will give you the capacity for you to support and to bless them. If you believe that is your person, shout him out. You will laugh once again. That report will change. Whose report do you believe? That report will change. 
that report will change. There shall be a divine turnaround. I see a wind in the spirit. It is just blowing like a whirlwind. And say the spirit of God. This wind is invading people's lives. And as the wind turns around, situations are turning around. Marriages are turning around. Educational status is turning around. Academic failure turning around. Stagnation is turning around. If you believe it, shout amen. Because he lives. You can face tomorrow. You look at tomorrow and smile. You will laugh at the future. You will smile at the future. Your tomorrow is secure. Your next week is secure. Your next month is secure. Your next year is secure. Your next decade is secure. In the name of Jesus Christ.
that thing that you need God to do again. He will, he will do, do it again. expecting me to lay hands. Don't worry, I'm here. I'm not going anywhere. Hallelujah. <laughs> I just didn't feel led in that direction today. You see, one thing I've learned over the years is not to come into meetings with a set mind of what you want to do. I believe what the laying on of hands would have done, the word has done it. I, I realize you were connecting with the word and that is all that is important. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah, he will do it again. How many of you believe you will laugh once again? How many of you believe you will smile once again? Hallelujah. We declare the word of God established in your life today. In the name of Jesus. Somebody shout a big amen. You see, the reason why I didn't bother laying hands was that as we were singing, I saw angels in the building. The angels were just touching people like that. Like, if beings have come from heaven and are touching people, why should me, mere mortal, let them do the touching? Hallelujah. Some of you, you realize something has changed in your life after today. There's a certain hope that will well up. While we were singing, God delivered two people from the fear of imminent death. The fear of imminent death. That fear is gone. It is broken. That yoke is broken today in the name of Jesus. It is gone. You will not die. You will live to proclaim the works of the Lord. Hallelujah. Yeah. How many of you want to see what our church building will look like? Oh, the excitement. Oh, you are still in the spirit. The excitement is not powerful at all. Uh, let me take my video away. Let me take my pictures away hallelujah 
Yeah, but our architects have done a very good job. They've put together a nice rendering of the ideas that were presented to them. As I said today, I'm going to show you just the outside. It's only the outside you see. When we are launching the project itself, during our fourth anniversary, we'll show you the entire video. Um, can we have the lights off so that we can get the, the contrast first? So Andy, the, the video will come first and then we'll follow up with a few... The video is a few seconds old, so if you take your eyes off by the time you finish blinking, it will be over. We won't show it again. <laughs> Are you ready? All right, so let's see what our church building will look like. Start claiming the cars. The hanging garden at the top. <laughs> All right, so that is it for now. Let's put our hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, isn't it a beautiful building? Okay, so you can follow up with it. Some we have some five or so still pictures. One of them will show you how it will look like when the sun is setting and, you know, things like that, you know. Uh-huh. You mustn't miss the day of the launch of our building project. Don't we'll show you the auditorium and how a children's place will look like and a restaurant and, you know, everything. So there's one view of the building. And as you see it, that is how it's going to be. Hallelujah. It's not like we are showing you this and it will come out some other way. That's another view. The man by the car looks like me. Oh, you don't agree? It looks like me. See, when the sun is setting, this is how the place will look like. See, the whole building glows. So this is just a teaser. Put your hands together for the Lord. So this building will be located in the Republic of Latebi Okoshi. Hallelujah. <laughs> yeah. And 
It's going to be a four-tier building. So the ground will be the, the, the main auditorium. The second tier will be the gallery. Alright, so we'll have latecomers will sit upstairs. Some will sit on the gallery. And on the first floor, on the second tier to behind the gallery, we have a recording studio for our choir. Because they'll be churning out hits after hits. Songs that will change the world and shake the world. Hallelujah. But when the song comes, it's not now that you are going to hire some recording studio somewhere. We do it there. You can have your rehearsals there, so you can. When you are bending the song, you can hear it well, and you know things like that. And then on the next year, that is the youth and children's floor. So that one will have four auditoriums: one for the teen church, and then three for the children. Because we need to divide them according to age groups. And the architects have designed it such that the way the four have been arranged, if you remove the partitions, all of them will come together to form another big auditorium that we can use for small weddings and things like that. You know? Because it's not everybody's wedding that they may be expecting 800 to 1,000 people. For us to do it in the main auditorium. So maybe if you also think, oh, 300 people is fine. We can use that place to do it. And then that same floor is going to have a, a shop. Alright, a shop where you can do your shopping for the week. <clears throat> so instead of going to give your money to shop right and some of those people bring it to church. All the goods will be sanctified and prayed over. Hallelujah. Aha. Do your shopping for the week. There'll also be a bookshop. There will be a, a gymnasium for those of you who want to keep fit. Hallelujah. Yes. And then there will be a restaurant still there. A restaurant. After Sunday, if you have spotted a lady that you want to impress, say, Sister, there is some nice fried rice over there. Do you want to exercise your jaws? Come with me. <laughs> I shall sponsor you. <laughs> That may be the beginning of great things. Hallelujah. And then the last floor is where the offices will be. So pastors' offices and administrative offices and all things. And you saw that there was some green place there. Uh-huh. And then if you looked well, there was something like a small pool. That is going to be our baptistry. That's where we'll baptize people. We'll baptize them close to the skies, close to the heavens. Yeah. So that open place is multi-purpose. If you have your wedding and you think the people you are inviting for the reception, they can fit in there. We can have a rooftop reception. We can have rooftop worship sessions. Wouldn't that be powerful? In the evening, we just go to the rooftop, sit there, and worship God. Yeah. So it's a powerful thing. Let's put our hands together for the whole project. Yes, I'm setting the stage for the Kofi Enama. Uh-huh, because it's we now that will build it too. <laughs> Nobody is coming from anywhere. It's us. We are the ones going to build it. Amen. Oh, the, the millionaires that will build it, they are here. They are here. They are here. We will build it. We will 
building. Michael, as you stood up and raised your hand, a connection has been created with heaven. And may that come alive in your life in the name of Jesus. Trust you have been blessed by this message. For more information, reach us on 024-873-7250 or on our Facebook page, The Overflow Worship Center. Stay blessed. Overflow! Someone overflow!